Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. What a beautiful day it is here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Clear, crisp. No, sorry, it actually is not. <laughs> now that I say that out loud. Yeah, I committed how would you, how to the would you descri- How would you describe the weather? I was yes anding myself. Mm-hmm. Basically, what happened is I started the show by spacing out a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I would describe the the we- the weather as perplexing and hazy. Yeah, sure, a little muggy even. Yeah, it's a very odd. Like it's not hot, mm-hmm. but it's warmer than you'd like it to be, given that it's not cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In other words, clear, crisp. It's one of those days when you put on a sweatshirt and you're a little too hot. Mm, Sure. You take off your sweatshirt, you're a little too cold. How are you feeling right now? Let's check in. You're wearing a T-shirt. I still have my sweater on. It'll probably come off at some time during the record. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah. It's getting hot in here. Mm -hmm. Take off all your clothes. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've never done a a dick out podcast. (laughs) It's about time. What do you think? The fans demand it. Do you think that was the reaction that Nelly was going for when he wrote that song? It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. Yeah. He, and the reaction he was hoping for the reaction. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> yeah, you fair say. enough. Whatever you say, Nelly. Yeah, sure, Nelly. <laughs> you've, you've never led me astray before. <laughs> well, except for that period where I wore a tiny Band-Aid on my face. Oh, yeah, sure. And he also uh, sold me a bogus timeshare. Oh, gosh. A lot of downsides here, hunt for Nelly. Yeah. And, now you know what? We mention it. You know what? What? I'm not going to take off all my clothes. Nope. Nelly is an untrustworthy character. I'm only taking off all my clothes if Murphy Lee asks me. <laughs> or what? one of the other St. Lunatics. <laughs> Do they have a popular take off your clothes song? Uh, no, that's the rest of Nelly's group. Oh, okay. There's one guy who I think wore catcher's equipment. One guy wore a Phantom of the Opera mask. Mm. Maybe it was a hockey mask. Oh, so do you think his take off all your clothes was a kind of reaction to maybe what he saw as gimmickry. Oh, like the, like the guys, like his hype men were wearing too many costume elements. Sure. It's like it should be about the jams. It he shouldn't actually, be about who's dressed like a classic universal monster. He actually wrote it after going to a Guar concert. Mm, sure. Like, you don't need this gimmickry. These songs rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) Just sing songs about sex with an alien fish. (laughs) You don't need to look like an alien fish. It's about the metal. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling good in this T-shirt. And you know what? You know why else I'm feeling good, Jordan? Mm -hmm. Wearing a moccasin. Oh, yeah, fun. I went to the flea market this morning. Mm -hmm. And you know what they say about finding a pair of moccasins in your size? Hmm. You're never going to find them again. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yes, you've got to buy them right there and then. Are you hard to fit when it comes to a moccasin? Uh, no, but you just don't see a lot of moccasins out there, sure, you know, unless so, you're a yeah. mainer. I have, uh, my feet are two different sizes. Really? So a little hard for me to, to branch out in the shoe category. How different of sizes are they? The whole size. Really? Yeah. Holy Seven cow. Seven and a half and eight and a half. We gotta get you some nice moccasins. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, it's not, but your, not your aesthetic. Nah. Let's, uh, let's, I, don't have uh, a, I don't have a moccasin vibe. Yeah, let's stick with a van. But to be fair, neither do you. So. <laughs> okay, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our guest on this week's program, mm. uh, she is the co-host of the Smash It podcast, Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. Mm-hmm. She is an editor at Mad Magazine. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah. She is a charming... Singer of light song on the internet, <laughs> Allie Gertz. Hi. 
It was really hard to not uh, to not jump in on that w- weather conversation. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, you're really like, oh, oh, I have so many opinions. Do you want us to go back? Do you want us to set you up for something? <sighs> you know, it's it's in the past, and I try not to live there. But uh, Allie, you're sure. wearing a cat sock today. I'm I can't wearing, help but notice. I'm wearing two cat socks. <laughs> oh, uh, one for each that. foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one for each of my cats. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to each. Uh, yeah. Faraday and Ginsburg, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> we prefer Joe Rogan. <laughs> Sure. The bird landing was fake. Uh, they I always think. say the darndest things. That, yeah. We're interested in punching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I put these on because um, I knew that I'd be seeing Jordan, and Jordan and I share a love of cats, yeah. and it was the least I could do. It's a fun thing to talk about. It's wonderful. What did your cat do? Tell, oh. Show me the latest picture of your cat. This it's is... a real finger in my eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can talk about what your dogs did. Uh, my dogs don't really do anything besides bark annoyingly. Yeah. But they're so much better than cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we found a dog at the office this week. Oh, yeah? I mean, not in the office. Right. Dogs you, in that the just office. sounds like an insult. He had been working here for six <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah. He'd been promoted. Yeah, it's our, it's our colleague Danny. Oh, <laughs> he's been a dog this whole time? This whole time. He yeah. looks he he looks like a small Filipino American man. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's a shepherd mix. Oh, that's oh. nice. Yeah, good boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is a good boy. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, Laura Swisher, who's been a guest on this show, the senior producer at Max Fun, mm-hmm. was hanging out at MacArthur Park, the park immediately outside our uh, office here in Los Angeles, and a little dog came up to her and uh, ended up jumping on her lap. That's nice. This dog. Came into the office. This dog has no tags. She, she kind of hung out there for a while mm-hmm. with the dog in case someone was going to come up and claim it. We got a new dog around here. Went home with Bikram. Oh, yeah? Our managing director. So the, the dog belongs to him now? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they're putting up a few flyers in the park in sure. case. But I'm going to say that this dog did not have a family. If this dog had a family, it had been living on the street for a while, although it was healthy. Mm-hmm. But uh, an adult. An amazing, like one of those uh, big eye dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a, sure. like a boxer chihuahua, maybe it was. Mm-hmm. Something like that um, uh, is. They, they I just feel like you're trying it. to get a bad tattoo. Like one of those big eyed dogs. Like yeah. put it on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, not one of those. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, I made up a new song to sing to the cat today. Oh, really? Because guys. For, for regular listeners. Sure. Um, you live alone mm-hmm. uh, with your cat, Bob. <laughs> yeah, sure, as, as the story <laughs> might <Jesus>. suggest. <laughs> and Connect uh, those dots. And yeah. Allie isn't the only songstress here. No, uh-uh. Uh, I'm also a songstress. <laughs> yeah, well, Noted songstress. You're more of a songbird. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, you love to sing to and with yeah. your cat, Bob. Mm-hmm. With? It's- uh, no, no, two. <laughs> you guys don't do Steely Dan harmonies? <laughs> oh, man, I wish. <laughs> Singing Peg all the time together. <laughs> right. I claimed the alto part. <laughs> <laughs> Bug gets bored if there aren't a lot of weird chord changes. Right, sure. Uh, Bug's like, she's a- give me more jazz changes. <laughs> right. Um, 
This, but she, uh, guys, she slept all day. Very lazy today. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Get Tonight's it gonna get wild. Huh? Tonight's gonna be wild. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of scampering tonight. Maybe chasing a dime around the floor. <laughs> is this why you can't go to the Austin Powers bar with me? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm anticipating. I'm anticipating. I'd love to, Allie, but oh boy, it's gonna be a late night. <laughs> I'm, I'd love to, but I'm conserving my dignity for a night with my cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> and going to the Tim Burton bar, <laughs> which actually exists. It does. Uh. Uh, sleeping all day, so I went up to her and I'm all, everybody's sleeping on the duvet. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves a little nap. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I guess there are no cat specifics in the song as it is, so that meow probably yeah, helps. That could be for you. Uh, now, Al, you did go to an Austin Powers themed bar this weekend, right? Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about <laughs> this. Is like a this is a weird like this is a, like a a real phenomenon this year around LA is the like themed pop up bar that exists to be Instagrammed. Yes, it's something. Um, it's something that is. I guess I can't say near and dear. It's not like it comes from like my past, sure. but it's something that has become something I really look forward to. And um, <laughs> it is. Uh, it's a real touchstone for you. Yeah. <laughs> I presume that I'll tell uh, future uh, children and grandchildren all about the wild days of visiting bars at 7 p.m. and leaving around 8. Um, <laughs> by, by the way, I'm opening one of these theme bars that's touchstone themed. Mm, it's mm-hmm. adult oriented <laughs> Disney films. I love sure. that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I went there for a friend's birthday and I don't really even know the friend. I was just so excited to have a reason to go. Yeah. And I have to tell you, um, it's a very good, they did a great job of all the details. Um, Wait, what kind of place it is, is across it from in? the Glendale Galleria in, uh, in Glendale, California. Okay, so Glendale is a somewhat this is a this is the town that my father spent his teenage years in. It is now a somewhat anonymous uh, Southern California suburb. Right. It's mostly like you could they have like a strip where you could like get a BMW and like have some Indian food and then get a different type of car and then go to an Austin Powers bar. Yeah, there <laughs> are a lot of its its main distinguishing <laughs> you can do three features. Things. Yeah. <laughs> its main distinguishing features are a very large mall. Correct. Across from a smaller mall. <laughs> yeah. The Americana at Brand and the Glendale Galleria. Yeah. That, okay. <laughs> it is just occurring to me now that those are separate malls. They're separate malls. <laughs> I thought – I was using – I was thinking I was calling everything the Galleria interchangeably. Yeah. No. But a lot of times when I was talking about the Galleria, I was talking about the brand. Oh, my God. Oh, the Americana <laughs> at The brand? Americana at Brand. Excuse Got me. it. At the brand. Oh, yeah. boy. Okay. I think it's just at brand. It's at the brand. The brand? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! What is no, the no, brand? I'm... Okay, Hard I think it's say. the. I think it's brand because it's on Brand Boulevard in in Glendale. The yeah, other, either way, the other distinguishing characteristic is it. It is the home of the most Armenian Americans of any city. Uh, of any city in the United States, so you can get good Armenian food there. You can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you cannot get good Armenian food at the Austin Powers-themed bar, I hate to tell you, but they do have <laughs> oh, vegan options, which really? is very exciting for me. Actually, I took you a picture. You can get soup dumplings at the Americana <laughs> brand, which is very exciting. Uh, let me pull up some pictures to uh, list the names of their themed drinks, because it was pretty fun. Yes. Um, but I will tell you. Um, it- so is it? Was it? Was is the space... Is the space, was it just like an abandoned bar? You say it's a pop-up bar. I think it, I, I'm 
praying that this stays a real bar, much like the Beetlejuice-themed uh, bar. Yeah. I-, I think that this might be here to stay because the amount of the, – the well, You say that as though detail. I understand the analogy to the Beetlejuice bar. <laughs> the Beetlejuice bar opened as a pop-up but then became permanent? Yeah, it's I think permanent. that is what is happening with the – and I, and I think – I guess probably so many people said Beetlejuice right, in exactly. the process. Yeah. Of- <laughs> people said it, so yeah. <laughs> Uh, so okay, so some of the so to, to answer your question, it is a pop up bar from for for now, and it's it seems like it's going to live forever, which is baffling because why is there Just an like Austin, the Austin Powers, Powers movie? Is there right. going to be a fourth one? Like I'm wondering why they're doing this. Just as beloved as ever, the Austin Powers movies. Um, is it? Do you get the impression that it is official because there's like yes, you know, I do. there's the the Star Wars bar scum and villainy takes great strides to be just legally dissimilar enough from Star Wars? They played the Austin Powers music the entire time. Okay. They have an Austin Powers lookalike. They have... They they have everything from the movie. All of the drinks are from it. And Jack Nicholson showed up last night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Did he think it was a Lakers game? <laughs> I sadly uh, left moments before he arrived. I yeah. checked Instagram and almost as soon as I got into my car, I was just like, Jack Nicholson just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Jack Nicholson. <laughs> was you, that's because you were following Jack Nicholson on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, okay, so some of these drinks. Uh, Great stories. He heard the pussy was amazing. <laughs> sure. Uh, what, wow. Is that a reference that's, to? That's the only reason Jack Nicholson goes anywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that a reference to something? No, it's just that Jack Nicholson is a notoriously oh. sexual gotcha. monster. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Mm. Anyway, uh, I so, thought that was like a catchphrase from one too. of his movies that <laughs> yeah. I did, had not seen. Yeah, it's in the. It's, I think it's, it's from as good as it gets. Of, uh, oh, as good as it gets. Instead yeah. of here's Johnny. <laughs> sure. Here's the pussy being good. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but so, some of these drinks they had uh, to change that to prevent it from being an NC seventeen. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so these drinks probably only will mean something to you if like you actually love the franchise, which mm-hmm. I do. Sure. Have um, you? Allie, have you seen the Austin Powers movies recently? The first one, yeah. And I love it a lot. I really think it holds up even with Me Too lenses. Even with the kind of like, well, that's a little – that's going to be problematic. Because I watched 40-Year-Old Virgin now on Netflix. And sure. I was like, oh, I'm I'm curious to see how bad it is. Because we all remember like the uh, – you know how I know you're gay scene. Right, sure. And, um, you know, there were a couple things here and there that were kind of touchy. But like Austin Powers is pretty solid. I will never watch number two or number three again, I don't think. I'd I like think to that's... preserve it in my brain as yeah. being pretty fun. Uh, sure. But some of these drinks are the uh, Fook You, which was one of the names of the twins. Mm-hmm. You have Liquid Hot Magma Shot. Mm-hmm. I'm Spent, which is really just a Negroni. Sure. Uh, Man of Mystery, Mrs. Kensington. Uh, my Mojo's Back Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um What's in that bowl? Uh, it Acai says, berries? Well, it starts with, he's back, baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drink Austin's mojo with your mates in this huge, heavy, poured gin and Pim's flavored bowl. Uh, balanced with danger and the essence of sweet love. This is Austin in a glass nutshell. To which, what does uh, that mean? <laughs> okay, we also in have- In what uh, way is this bar <laughs> themed, Austin Power themed? So we get so we've got the, we've got the music. Yes. We've there's an Austin is it does it is it like it's from the the 60s? Mm. Every single thing about it looks like you are in the club that they dance at. Like they they're actually so the place is called the Electric Pussycat. Okay. And so uh they have so Now I can see why Jack Nicholson was confused. No. <laughs> 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 this is a misleading sign. Exactly. That was, my uh, Jack Nicholson <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Uh, I had my I had my I had put my hand on my forehead and I pulled my hairline back. Yeah. It it really helped. Um so, <laughs> Yeah, oh, every- you should work that into your act. Can I give you a setup for it? Sure. 
Uh, what would it sound like okay. if Jack Nicholson was misled by a sign? Oh, sure. Okay. I think it would sound a little bit like this. Yeah. Hey, man, that's a misleading <laughs> sign. Why are you skateboarding? <laughs> uh, what... This is a confusing bit. <laughs> One more drink I want to share. Just Please. Cause... That's oh, his yeah. hook. Mitzi said he had to have a hook. <laughs> no, Mitzi. Gonna get anywhere. Um, so the, the one that the, the people ordered the most uh, was a lot of vagina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, do what it takes and get this vagina. Tequila <laughs> and Grand Mariner mixed with sour and cranberry have the flavors you need for this mission. Mixed with jalapenos for that judo chop. I have to tell you, I love all of this. I <laughs> Which one did you best. have? I had the Negroni, which okay. is called I'm Spent. Sure. Uh, let's see what the, if they said anything fun. You know, they kind of just keep what it is. The perfect amounts of bourbon, Campari, and sweet vermouth thrust inside a glass mm. and getting all stirred up for your pleasure with a smell of citrus everywhere. But then it says... Oh, behave. <laughs> Just in case you, you forgot. <laughs> Allie, did you now you are a professional, a high quality Austin Powers fan. professional sure. parodist, right? You're in the Mad Magazine business. Yes. That's what you do all day at work. It's all I do. Did you have an uncontrollable urge to punch up this copy? <laughs> I I uh, I really take it exactly as it is. Like I am a very genuine, sincere lover of things, and I love the mall and the other mall. I like them exactly as they are. You can't change people or mar- uh, like malls. You love or... the Galleria and the Americana. I like them both. I think the Americana, in my opinion, is designed as a repudiation of the Galleria. <laughs> I thought they were the same. So <laughs> it's a real finger in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> As many people say in 2018, not yes. just me twice in this segment. I was wondering what the deal was. <laughs> um, so uh, I actually really like it as is because I just like to imagine, like, who did this? Like, who did they hire to do this? And uh, I mean, regardless, a sad social media consultant? Most likely. Um, I will I tell you. say Bruce Valanche. <laughs> but. Be- being at an Austin Powers <clears throat> bar, um, which is very fun and very much up my alley, um, but not really knowing people and finding myself, like, very alone, sitting in a corner while these songs from the movie are playing, um, made me a new level of sad that I've never been in my life. (laughs) 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 It was a sadness I didn't know existed. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I went over to somebody and I really desperately, and I'm, I would say that over the years I've become a very outgoing, very sociable person, but every now and again you find yourself in a situation and sometimes it will surprise you, like an Austin Powers bar. Yeah. And you'll you'll try to make a friend and I'll be like, oh, hi, I just want to say I'm Allie. Nice to meet you. How do you know so-and-so? And they're just like, uh-huh, and then moved away from me. And I was just like, well, I'll just Instagram story this in the corner and make everyone think I'm having a great time. Um, yeah, and that is that is a thing about these kind of like – you know, pop up y experiencey type places that I am curious about them, but going to one alone just seems like profoundly upsetting. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh now let me let me ask you this. Um you know, the movie has a certain tone and I think that things that are like heavily themed like that kind of like give people a little bit of an excuse to kind of like you know, kind of cut loose in a different way or to kind of like play a character a little bit because it is kind of like theater almost. So I guess... Or even a variety of characters. Sure, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, showcasing their three or four voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say it was making people horny, baby? <laughs> was, there, was, there, did, was there a horniness in the bar? Uh, was Nicholson right or wrong? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, it was pretty shagadelic. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, well, you know, I, I tweeted a video of me um, kind of sitting sadly in a corner saying just like I'm extremely depressed here does that make you horny baby mm-hmm. and uh, but there was a moment when I was closing out my tab that I was kind of like 
if I if I really dedicated myself to staying here for three more hours, I bet it could become the most fun night of my life. But yeah. instead, I decided to not do that and to go home, um, which I think was right. But everyone there was a huge nerd um, because they were doing it ironically. Uh, but then as the night progressed, I would see more and more bros kind of finding them way- themselves in there and being sure. really excited by the go-go dancers. People and- who got really hyped up by the Armenian wedding they were just at and yes. want to keep it rolling. They want to like 100%. keep it rolling. So I-, I think it was about to become horny uh, just okay. just in time baby. for me to leave. Baby. Okay. It's like if I eat six soup dumplings, sure. it's uncontrollably Horny. Irredeemably horny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just terrifyingly horny. Because mm-hmm. how do they get the soup inside the dumpling? I don't, I don't even know. I, I couldn't tell you. Did they, now, you say they played music from the Austin Powers soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Did they play that really kick-ass Beyonce song from the Austin Powers 2 soundtrack? Is that the one Beyonce's in? I think she's, she's in, in the third three. one. Austin Gold Powers member. 3. The, mm-hmm. the kick, there's a kick-ass Beyonce solo single. It was one of her first solo singles. They did. Because they they oh, they would yeah. branch out from the Austin Powers and then they would do uh the they would do some songs from uh Smash Mouth. Uh Oh yeah, I'm sure, sure. You can guess which ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, they they rich would... over troubled waters. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the reviews you should actually read the reviews. That's pretty fun because a lot of the people are just like, "Wow, what a really fun idea! We had a really nice time." <laughs> and then there are other people just like they didn't stay in the in the brief window in which this movie could have taken place, and oh. they started playing dubstep and other songs, and really sure. took me out of the element. No, and I mean, I guess so. Austin Powers is a is a is a time traveling movie, which is something I don't think we talk about enough. <laughs> <laughs> As a culture, um, it is the bar because you know Austin Powers gets frozen in the '60s and he wakes up in the '90s and mm-hmm. he's a relic. Um, <laughs> different social mores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, is the bar set in the '60s or is the, the bar, bar... Is the '60s? Okay. Yeah. Can I tell you my absolute? I mean, the bar was like 1999. <laughs> <laughs> my fa- my favorite scene in all of Austin mm-hmm. Powers, and it really emphasizes the kind of fish out of water thing. Sure. Austin Powers riding the bus. He's in the back of that Muni bus, and there's that punk rock guy listening to punk Star rock Trek music. Too Star loud. Trek Four, and then he reaches over Star and he gives them the Star Austin Trek Powers four. death grip. <laughs> yeah, the guy just crumples, and then everybody on the bus applauds. Star Trek Four. Star Trek Four. <laughs> I think You've that's conf- Austin Powers. I'm pretty sure it's. <laughs> it might Star have been Trek Austin four. Powers too. He, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. The spy who shagged me. The spy who shagged me. Uh, I had a little bit of a of a sad moment within a good hang this weekend. Mm. I went to see I went to see a band with some friends who are like they all have like young kids, so them doing something is rare. So I will go see a band that I am not nuts about because I like hanging out with these friends so much. And it's not I'm you know I'm not seeing you're seeing, a hero. I am. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Brian. Insert some applause, please. <laughs> insert the applause for my sacrifice. Uh, so I'm hanging out with these with these friends, and we're having a nice time. And and my buddy Brad kind of gives me a little tap on the shoulder, kind of mid band. Are you and, sure this wasn't your stepdad, Brad? <laughs> I have I can, a man can know two Brads. Okay, a man can know two Brads. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where a man can't know two Brads. My son is I also knew. named Brad. 
That's uh, it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's very funny. It's very funny. One of, if not the funniest sure. show ever. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I guess I bro- I maybe even have more Brads in my life than most. If we yeah. were both, if we were all three to tally up, tally up our Brads, I might. There was the a most. Brad at my elementary school. There has not been a Brad in my life since. Really, just the one. Yeah, maybe was the was Brad the name of the neighbor on. Um, Married with children. I don't think you get to count him. No. <laughs> yeah. I felt like he was my friend. You're thinking of Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson Darcy. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm lousy with brats. Got it. I am I am heavy, heavy with brats. Oh, you should use a medicated shampoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, like a head and shoulders? Yeah. Mm, like a... Like uh, a Selsen. Like a, a Selsen blue. Like a Nix. Okay. Yeah, try a Nix. Uh, so my, my buddy Brad gives me a little tap. And he kind of gestures down near his pocket. He gives me like a like, hey, check out, check out my pocket area. Are we? Did we get to guess what was in there? Uh, I might ruin the punchline. Okay. Okay. But here, how about this? Because I, I think you have a funny guess. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to step on the punchline. So let me tell the rest of the story, and then okay. I'll like retell it, and then you can great. do the that guess. Thank great. you. And then I think everybody will have fun. And then Ellie, if you want me to reset you for something, <laughs> I I'm happy to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so he kind of gestures down by his pocket and he has a little like Ziploc baggie and with like with like capsules in it. I can see like the shape of a capsule. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh. Um oh, okay. I, I didn't know it was going to be <laughs> one of these. All right. I I don't know. May I don't know if I have anything to do tomorrow and I'm like weighing in my head. I'm like, "Who boy, do I want to do I want to make it one of these? And then I look a little closer and he's offering me earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I I'm 36. Je- okay, so let me do it again. Yeah. So uh, he, ge- he, and he has a, he, so he gestures down by his pocket and? In there, mm-hmm. there's a baby kangaroo or Joey. That's good. That's yeah. cute. Isn't that cute? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because he's a marsupial. <laughs> yeah, that's Aww. right. <laughs> Kangaroo, That's nice. Kangaroo Brad. Yeah, old Kanga <laughs> Brad. Yeah, sure. You got you to gotta come up with a name for all your different Brads. No, so you I got know. Kangaroo Brad. Mm-hmm. He's called that because uh, he uh, part of the gestational period of the young happens within a pocket. I know. Large, <laughs> largely at concerts. Uh, but yes, uh, I think like like you, Allie, I was like, I was in bed by like 11.45. Yeah. Yeah. What other Brads have you got? Oh, uh, you know Brad Ad- Bradford Evans. Bradford Evans, uh, comedy favorite Bradford Evans. <laughs> uh, my stepdad. Oh, I I Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. I'm, I'm, good, I'm pretty close with Bradley well, there you Cooper. Go. That's a pretty mm, good one. Close is strong. We only slept together once. Sure, <laughs> yeah. but it was Kiss great. And tell. Yeah. I mean, that, what, what? If you slept with Bradley Cooper, would you not tell? I wouldn't want to ruin it from happening again. Well, it's not going to happen again. Let me tell you, we did not leave. <laughs> on... Okay, let me just wow, say it was like... nice while it was happening, but the next morning, right? Okay, I'm making fried eggs, sure, which I love to do. Turns out he's vegan. Mm, I know that story. Oh, sure, yeah. So anyway, I sort of why did he have the chances. eggs? And I'm also happily married. Well, that too. Not to not that you are happily married. <laughs> That's not what that was supposed to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Why does a vegan man have eggs on hand? Uh, I had brought the eggs with me. Oh, that was part of the your... thing. He felt like I was personally insulting Hey, egg boy. Him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get over here and fuck me. <laughs> it's me, Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> 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 what 
He's doing the rocket raccoon voice. What proportion, what proportion of his sexual activities do you think involve rocket raccoon? I mean, it's probably what they base the character on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, you think originally yeah. it was just a it film a executive was him. fucking yeah. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper was going, I'm rocket raccoon. <laughs> sure. I'm a little talking raccoon with ladies. I think that is what happened. And then the executive and then he found was out like, that- I should fold this into my new project with the guy from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then right, and then Untitled. of course we all know that Bradley Cooper isn't degrooting. So. <laughs> Untitled space cassette movie, right? <laughs> That's what it was called at the time. Oh yeah, they hadn't figured it all out. Um, so yeah, so what do we have in the pop-up landscape these days? We have the Austin Powers Bar. We have the Beetlejuice Bar. There was a really fun Twin Peaks pop-up bar. Mm-hmm. There was a pop-up Stan Makita's Donuts from Wayne's World. Oh, uh, fuck. And that was the best thing in the world. I'd fucking go to that. It was sadly only there for two days, and it was at the Staples Center. Um, <laughs> that sounds terrible all around. It was very, you know, it breaks my heart when they don't do a great job. They did it, they did pretty well but it was very sponsored which can work because they make fun of sponsorship in a very funny way in Wayne's World if they just lean into it it works sure yeah but they had Give people some well, new print on the way out right exactly they what had was it sponsored by Dana Carvey's agent <laughs> they had like a uh, they had like a, a like a Volkswagen uh, that you would get in with an iPad and take pictures in um, in order to go inside like you couldn't get inside unless you did like one of their photo ops uh, and it was just a little cheesy and they wouldn't let you buy anything cool there like they had a bunch a of Volkswagen Pinto at least <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you uh, might have been a gremlin was the Garth Mobile the Mirth Mobile was that a gremlin I think it was I, I think it was an gremlin. AMC gremlin, gremlin yeah. yeah um I yeah it, it you know it was fine right afterwards I went to um one of it was like the uh protest that was going on this is back in the day at, um at the airport remember they were all those oh, airport sure. yes so I went dressed as uh, as Wayne from Wayne's World, <laughs> and I had a sign that says... That's nice you made a day out of it. I did, and I had a sign that says, Trump blows goats, I have proof. Uh, and it was really very fun for a while until I get there, and like you remember why this is happening. And this really sweet Muslim lady, uh, who doesn't read English, mm-hmm. uh, saw my sign, not knowing what it said, and thanked me and cried because I was such a nice person, and I kept... I, I felt awful. I was just yeah. like, no, no. I mean, you I was, earned that feeling. I was making a joke of something really important and beautiful. Sure. I'm awful. Uh, so, you know, uh, I toned down the, the, the costume the next yeah. time that I dressed up uh, as a bit. But uh, it, it was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, next, yeah. the next major emotional <laughs> protest that you went to. I, I held in the, the yeah you, babies when I dressed you kept, as Austin. You kept the wig and the glasses and stuff. But uh, you kind of... But my jeans had zero holes in them. It was like okay. a Sunday yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So aside from that, um, I'm trying to think of whatever what other themed bars there are. Um, there are a lot of like themed burlesque nights. But in terms of bars, um, well, there was an Alice in Wonderland one that we almost went to. Just the Tim Burton. Oh, like, yeah. <clears throat> and it was kind of far away. Um, it was Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland themed? Yeah. Yes. Huh. I think they – I mean I, I think theming something based on Tim Burton is just such a like – I mean if you're going to theme something, like aim it at 
aim it at nerdy goths, I think. You know? I right. Because they'll, they'll go to something, you know? They love to spend money. Mm. They sure do. A lot of disposable income. Like how they go to that special thing at Disneyland. Yes, yeah, exactly. sure. Goths mobilize in a way that I think non-goths don't. Right. And I like that about them. Are there a lot of goth podcasts? Do you guys have one on the Max Fun? No, we don't either? have any gothic podcasts <clears throat> at all. Well, maybe you should look into it. I feel like that's the future. Yeah. I hate to tell you how to do your job. The future, but... is, right. the future is gothic? <laughs> yeah. Allie Gertz? Uh, Allie Goth, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have, I did go to the Star Wars bar for a night. And... Is the Star Wars it? bar a continuing operation? It is. So, yeah, it is one of those that has become, it was so popular it's become permanent or permanent-ish. I get, you know, nothing per- permanent. Nothing is. Man, this goth thing yeah, is really catching on. Yeah, this is going on. great. Yeah. Let's <laughs> like, try and make the rest of the show a little gothy. <laughs> How everything turns to ash. How <laughs> themed out is it? Because I feel like I went to, I, I had been told that our, our friend Stuart Wellington's mm-hmm. bar, which is actually owned by his wife, Charlene. Sorry, Charlene. Uh, that I said it was Stewart's. Hmm. Um, but, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we forgive you too, Jesse. It's us, Allie's cats. <laughs> the great Stuart Wellington of the Flop House has a bar called Hinterlands mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, New York City. Uh, it's, a, it's a lovely bar, and I had been told that this bar was Dungeons and Dragons themed. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bar, and what constitutes a Dungeons and Dragons theme? Uh, is basically just that there was uh, some like pages from the Dungeons and Dragons monster manual, you know, wheat pasted to the walls of the bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Now this is like, yeah, this is a little more of an operation. It's, um, yeah, and I think this one is not a Disney sanctioned thing, so it has to be like legally dissimilar. I love those types of things. Yeah. I love an off branded. Uh, thing like that. It's very fun. It's the same as when you go to the Halloween store and you look for costumes where it's just like... Uh... Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Video game plumber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the Edward Scissorhands name was. Hockey mask was... maniac. <laughs> exactly. I do all my drinking at the All-Star Cafe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll drink anything Bo Jackson tells me to. <laughs> um, I do. So this doesn't count as a, like a pop-up or anything, but I do really love going to Universal Studios and drinking at Hogsmeade and then also uh, Moe's Tavern. Yeah. It's, those really are, those are really fun. Um, the uh, the Hogsmeade bar, the Harry Potter zone. So they have they, their signature thing. There is butter beer. Right. It's this kind of what I, what, it, what is it? So uh, it it kind of tastes like how you would imagine. It's kind of it, it has like that Starbucks seasonally type uh, drink, but you could get it iced. Uh, like it's frozen, or mm-hmm. you could get it cold, but it has like a butterscotch, uh, vanilla e, not root beer, but something kind of like that. It's non-alcoholic, yeah. Unless, yeah. So, so when you when you when you go in there to the bar, my first question was, is the is the butter beer alcoholic? Which I uh, realize is um, a question an alcoholic would ask. <laughs> right? Is this child's drink? Well, this how fucked up will this get me? Anyway, uh... first question, is this alcoholic? Second question, I have a small abrasion. Do you have any rubbing alcohol? (laughs) Right, exactly. Uh, But, you know, at the bar, they'll, you know, there's like, no, it's not alcoholic, but I can sell you this and a shot and uh, look the other way. I had the same thing happen to me. My person was not um, as flirty. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mine was was more, she's seen it all. (laughs) She was just like... Oh, just get a shot and put it in. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Sounds like you have a new co-host for your goth podcast. <laughs> yes. Dis- disgruntled Harry Potter employee. Oh, I am in love. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, mine was kind of mine was kind of fun. But then I realized that they just that's the song and dance they give to everybody. So. Allie, you're a few years younger than us, so you probably grew up with Harry Potter, right? I did. Yeah, I um, you know, I I rarely talk about this, uh, but in middle school, I designed the Harry Potter theme parks, and uh-huh. I'm a little mad they went through with it without asking me. I had notebooks and notebooks Ooh. full of my designs, and I. I, so I would like to build um, – I don't know if you'd call them models because it was just out of printer paper. So it didn't really have like a, a very good structure. But I would often build like kind of like diorama 3D type things all the time of like restaurants that I wanted to own. And I loved themed restaurants as a kid. And I really wanted to make a pirates-themed restaurant. This is before I knew about like the one in Pirates, Park. Pirates, a dinner adventure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, which if you don't know that, that is kind of like – it's across the street from Medieval Times if you've heard of that. Um, this is the Pirates one and there's some singing and there's mm. some, you know uh, – I don't know. It's it's jaunty. It's fun. It's, yeah. It's nothing like unlike, what I would have done. Unlike here's my here are my notes for Pirates: A Dinner Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> is the, that I would want to punch up. They. We should mention that Jordan is a theme restaurant development executive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh I my have god. Some notes. I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. I have so many ideas. Um. I've I've received the dioramas. <laughs> we'll review them. Did they get smushed in the mail? <laughs> no, they're fine. I'm we'll... sorry. We're unable to review unsolicited dioramas. <laughs> yeah, so please. Please have your agent submit the dioramas for I, you. I'm I'm in between agents. Well, my right hands now. are tied. <laughs> Do you want to take a look at the sperm whale diorama that my daughter and I made earlier today? Oh, that reminds me of my squid and the whale themed restaurant. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Melancholy dramedy. There's semen on the walls everywhere. Yeah. If you've seen that movie, that makes sense. The little boy puts his. Well, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You could just have people wear short tennis shorts, but whatever. Sure. That's grosser than your call me by your name restaurant where you eat a gross peach. Anyway, such a lush movie. So lush. Very Very lush. Lush. Luxurious. Mm. Anyway. This makes me want to buy perfume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my goal. Uh, Pirates of Dinner Adventure had a lot of like fourth wall breaking out of out of uh, genre jokes. You can't act cool when you are a pirate's dinner adventure. Yes. And I think that in this in when I this will date when I was there, they were doing a lot of damn Daniel material. Okay. I will say I have some friends, and we have, within our friend group, mm-hmm. brought it back, and it's very fun. Saying damn Daniel. <laughs> yeah. In what context? Uh, almost any time that anyone says anything. <laughs> okay, so you just punctuate it with damn Daniel. Like, if I knew you both better, it might have come up a couple times tonight. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Frankly, I can't, I don't have that trust. Right. No, I understand. Damn we'll, Daniel. We'll, yes, have to, we'll have to all be in freshman year of college together. <laughs> yeah. I, I did see people playing hacky sack outside of the Mad Magazine offices and say, damn, Daniel. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's an example. But hacky anyway. sack's back, huh? I hope to God no. Yeah. <laughs> this is an isolated hacky sack incident. It's not indicative of a larger trend. Right. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I saw a guy with some uh, purple juggling pins having a coffee outside of a Starbucks that's in a giant parking lot that also services uh, Home Depot and Food for Less. Mm. Was he juggling or was he just holding them? Uh, he was gesturing emphatically with them to a man who looked like Michael Chiklis. Okay. So we think... Looks ma- like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like. <laughs> uh, Simpsons is funny. Simpsons is fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have... Uh, so you were saying they broke the fourth wall. I'd love yes. to get these notes. To apply to my yeah. own future projects. I mean, projects. I think what I uh, what I loved so much about my last trip to medieval times was just how earnest it was. Really, the only time 
that you were taken out of the fantasy other than something one of the drunk asshole patrons was doing. Like really the only wink to the modern world that the cast gave was when the king came out and reminded everyone that there was no vaping. (laughs) (laughs) But after that, after that initial warning not to vape, uh, they played it really straight and I really appreciated that and I thought that Pirates, a dinner adventure could use a little bit more of that. Too much winking bullshit. Somebody, sure. Somebody saw the Ben Stiller show and got the wrong idea. <laughs> yes. The, yes. Someone saw the Ben Stiller show. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, gather around. Let's, look at this <laughs> Charles Manson Lassie sketch. We need to do more of this shit. Um, so when I was at Medieval Times, um, I uh, I felt the same exact way where it was all very sincere, all very in, in earnest. Uh, and the, the king didn't say anything about vaping for our night. Maybe mm-hmm. it was vape night. Sure. And uh, But he did throw me out of it a little bit when he was uh, wishing people happy birthday and like, ha- you know, uh, different sure. anniversaries. He because he was just like it, it goes on for a very long time, and it's just like well, happy I mean, people birthday. go to medieval times to celebrate. I think only. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think people often go when they're having a hard time. Um, but you know, like happy birthday. <laughs> this will cheer me up. Oh boy! <laughs> but you can get very drunk there. Another <laughs> night at medieval times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they were listing off like happy birthday Timothy, happy birthday Jonathan, happy birthday AT and T, happy birthday, and they would, like uh, they would list like a legal group and like it was oh. just a lot of business people and they're like I looked over and it was a whole like the whole green team was just like all suits and they wow. won and I don't think they really appreciated the win sure. we, we really could have you know grown as a group of friends uh, and and we lost you yeah. know so I shan't be returning but you know what oh so you're you're what you're saying is that the, whoever wins the medieval times is not based on who knights the best but it's some preordained yeah. thing mm-hmm. and that if a, I think it was some big shots are there they're trying to impress the uh, the legal team. So sure. fucking sick of fucking corporate bullshit. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I mean? I just want to watch the fucking Ben Stiller show. <laughs> sure. And move to Austin, Texas mm-hmm. and wear vintage Western shirts. Yeah, that's that's the life. In conclusion, I'm Ethan Hawke. Ooh. <laughs> right? Cool. Probably Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah. Approximately. I mean, I have the Before Sunrise trilogy posters in my room, and they spelled uh, Julie uh, Delpy uh, wrong. Uh, that was pretty funny. Oh, On well, all of them? Yes. <laughs> they would not return them. <laughs> they said, I said, hi, you spelled her name wrong. May I please get uh, the poster fixed? <laughs> and I was like, you could send us... Uh, you could send us this, uh, it back, and then we'll give you your money. I was like, that's just returning an item. Wait, <laughs> like, did, you, did you purchase them from some sort of on-demand poster service? I cannot tell you where it is because it's a great company, and I don't want to shoot on them. Mm. Shoot on them. Oh, sure. wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Christian mom, <laughs> for changing shit Jesus, to shoot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I want to I hug and kiss you. <laughs> it's truly a Simpsons line for everything. Yeah. Anyway. I think where's the where's the cliffhanger themed bar? You guys remember Cliffhanger? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sylvester Stallone film. Allie ah, probably doesn't. She's I a don't. little too young. Well, he fu- I'm busy here reading Harry Potter. <laughs> That's true. Uh, he's there's a soccer bad guy. You could like. I mean, wouldn't theme you a drink after that? I guess. Wouldn't you rather just go to a demolition man bar? Yeah, it's a little on the nose, though. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What is the themed bar that you would be the most genuinely excited that you you couldn't help but check out? I sincerely got excited when you said that there was a Makita's Donuts. That actually, I was like, the 11-year-old in me was like, yes, yes, yes! Yeah. 
Uh, is there a would there be a way? I just want to. This is a huge hypothetical, and sure. there's a lot of maybes to this working for Ed O'Neill to actually work at that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sure, it's, so I mean, good. As soon as, as soon as Modern Family gets canceled, I'm yeah. sure he'll do it. Stab a man in the dead of winter. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it, would there be a way to have a Big Lebowski themed bar? where no Big Lebowski fans could go to. <laughs> so it's just a Big Lebowski-themed bar, but no one in it is too into the Big Lebowski. Well, I, the way to do that, and this is this is really how you do it, is you do it during Lebowski Fest, when everyone that's oh. really diehard is already out of town. Sure. And yeah. then wherever they are, you burn that down. You burn that down. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, I, I went to Lebowski Fest once here in Los Angeles mm-hmm. because my childhood best friend, Peter, uh, his band would play a once a year Creedence Clearwater tribute show. Okay. And Why only once? Leba- so here's the thing. Well, because they were a real band. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, the rest of the time. Got uh, it. <laughs> they would do it like for Halloween or something. Got it. And uh, they uh, they just got a reputation. And apparently Lebowski Fest just books a local Creedence Clearwater tribute band right. every city that it goes mm-hmm. to. And so this was like the biggest gig of their career. You know they're a they're a band that uh, uh, you know was was playing in two hundred person venues and the Lebowski Fest was in like a three thousand seat theater. Wow! But they have to they weren't allowed to play any originals. It was uh, Credence only and definitely no Eagles. No, oh, yeah, sure. You know, uh, Ali. What? How many times? Here's my question <clears throat> yeah. for you, Jordan. In this theoretical Lebowski-themed bar. Right, where no Lebowski fans can go. What's your cutoff for number of times you've seen the big Lebowski uh, that they check at the door and they kick you out if you've seen it more than that? I'm going to say eight. I was going to say six. Six seems good. That's yeah. low. Those numbers are low. That's a reasonable amount on of time. TV a lot. That's yeah, a lot. sure. Yeah, no, I think just like single digits. Right. Single digits. If, yeah. you've, if, you're, over, if you're over double digits... Sorry. Not that guy that I worked with. Sorry, you just have to go to the Donnie Darko-themed bar. (laughs) It is funny, though, because I feel like uh, you should only get to go to the Wayne's World one if you've seen it uh, 25 times. Yeah. Because there are too many people that like it peripherally that I don't want them to have the joy that I have because I'm a hipster. (laughs) Right, right. You're a real Wayne's World hipster. I'm a real Wayne's World hipster. How do you feel about Wayne's World 2? Have you seen it recently? I don't like it. Okay. I've never liked it. I really love Penelope Spheres as a director, and it was something that I never realized as a kid that she didn't direct it. But when oh, I went I to- didn't, I didn't know that too. Yeah. There was actually a lot of drama surrounding it, um, it which is really unfortunate. She's so interesting, though. She just did a live uh, Q&A thing uh at some place downtown and uh, oh Alamo Alamo Draft House oh, cool. is, is doing like showings and it was really great and uh, she was just so interesting and so cool did, they, did she show Wayne's World yes okay. and uh, she was talking about why she wasn't on Wayne's World 2 and like kind of how screwed over she got and uh, it was really interesting and you know I I watched Wayne's World 1 so many times that I actually for fun typed the script from memory every single line and I brought it to school that in middle school <laughs> and would read it to myself. Yeah. And I loved doing it and I was called Garth during a lot of – I was called Garth for all of seventh grade until one of my teachers caught on and she's like, Garth, what's up? And I was like, oof, this lady. <laughs> like yeah. suddenly this isn't cool anymore and so I stopped doing it. But I, um, two, just okay. okay. I, I interviewed Penelope Spheris once um, and a few amazing things about her. Uh, you know, she directed – 
Or fa- mm-hmm. fashion, yes. She she directed the uh, Decline of Western Civilization <clears throat> film. Sure. As well. That's Boy, there life. is a very nice Blu-ray set out of that. Yeah. If anybody likes those. It's a beautiful collection. They're great movies. They really are. Uh, they're, they're sort of uh, documenting scenes, punk rock and metal mm-hmm. scenes in Los Angeles. Um, uh, the first one is uh, what the early '80s, and then there's the second one is the is like a hair metal one from yeah. the late '80s uh, that kind of got her Wayne's World. Yeah, boy, that hair metal one is so funny. It it's really, like, is. really good, and it really like it. What I like so much about it is that it it makes that that thing that hair metal thing, which I do not like, it makes it seem both cool and cool and fun. But also very sad, and she is also allowing them to call themselves out as being like misogynists. Yeah, yeah. like it is all three of those things at once. It's it amazing. Is like, it's it's great. It's uh, what's yeah. a, what's amazing to me about this. So like she uh, it, now, at least my experience with her was she she was uh, a woman who has lived a lot, um, particularly with re. Rock and roll parties. Sure. Yes. Um, uh, and But a super cool lady. And, like, she got super into that metal scene and was, like, going out every night for a couple of years on the Sunset Strip metal scene. And I, in my head, I guess I just pictured her as, like, a 24-year-old. Mm-hmm. But actually, she was, like, 40. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, a full adult with a teenage child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was just, like... Woo! I'm here to see Wasp and do some blow. <laughs> yeah. She uh but she she the the thing that I love her great contribution to Wayne's World. I mean obviously like she didn't write Wayne's World one of the greatest scripts ever and Correct. she's she's not only Mike Myers and Dana Carvey or Mike Myers and Dana Carvey, but um in addition to, you know, the comedy directing of the time which was, you know, point the camera at it. Um she uh she like pointed out she didn't take credit for very much of the film, but she did take credit for the scene where they are uh, lying on the hood of the car looking up yeah. at the Famously. airplanes going by, which is is the absolute essential like emotional linchpin of Wayne's World. And you're like, yeah, well, you fucking earned – you can take credit for the whole rest of the movie if you want to because you fucking earned it by thinking of having them do that. Right. And so just for anyone that doesn't know the story, basically in that scene it's, it's when these two guys. And they have- <laughs> <laughs> one has brown hair yeah. and one has blonde. Cool. Moving on. Um, but it's, it's the scene where they're talking about just like, you know, uh, you know, hey, have you ever found Bugs Bunny attractive? Sure. You put on a dress mm-hmm. and look like a girl bunny? And we get that really, 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 really sincere, honest Mike Myers, no. No, and he just has this extraordinarily big laugh, and it was it was from it. He had just been laughing at something else earlier, so that yeah. was actually a reaction to not that, and it was just this real moment. And it's funny because, like, I think as a kid who watches DVD commentaries, I mean, I assume that's uh, maybe a lot of the people in your uh, fan base, and maybe this room. That's safe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure. Jordan and I watch a lot of VHS commentaries. But okay, yeah, yes, continue. yes, yes. Sure. Um, commentaries in general, but like, you know, personally, I, I think the beta commentary. <laughs> sound the best. Now, I only watch commentaries on video right, discs. Sure. <laughs> so I remember even just like when Harry met Sally, like there's the there's the moment when uh, Sally and, and Harry, as it were, mm-hmm. um, sure. <laughs> are just doing The little, titular Harry. Are just doing, I say Sally first, I'm a feminist, <laughs> um, because they're doing, they're doing bits uh, uh, about like, uh, I'd be proud to partake in your pecan pie. Mm-hmm. Pecan pie. And he keeps saying it really weird and there's this moment where she kind of like looks to the side and like doesn't really know what to do and just like 
like kind of go to the scene. Apparently in that moment, like that was ad libbed and uh, you know, uh, she was looking to Rob Reiner, just like, should I keep going? And he kept going, like, go, go, like, keep doing it. And then that's that ends up being like a very like sweet moment where they actually kind of realize that they like each other. And like, I love those moments that you kind of it, before Buzzfeed lists would tell you all about them. <laughs> right. It was like a really fun thing to have of just kind of like, oh yes, I've uh, I've done my homework and it's very I, fun. I would uh, fuck Billy Crystal if it gave me access to that apartment. I don't remember the apartment. God, he's got a killer apartment in that fucking movie. Yeah? I only watched it for the first time. I mean, like, I had seen bits and pieces of it on cable, but only watched it straight through for the first time, like, two years ago. And all I can think about since then is just how badly I want that, like, uh, brick loft. Oh, yeah? Um, What is the name? Uh... Nora Ephron. I was talking to somebody about Nora Ephron kitchens and how oh, sure. yes. they always have really great kitchens. And it led me to a fun game of which director would you want to design each room of your house? <laughs> oh boy! Did you ha- do you have a perfect house as a result of this conversation? I have a very weird house based on this conversation. Yeah. but you know what I mean. Like uh, Kubrick, uh, he masters uh, the bathroom. He sure. master- He he does quite a lot of rooms very well. Um, and and if there are any directors that come to mind that you can think of, like, well, that'd be a fun room of my house I'd love to hear it <laughs> yeah I guess so you could put some time into it you don't have to tell me now yeah come back to me I'll have a great answer uh. in nine days <laughs> I would probably we can have make a, a diorama of it whoa I would probably have Wes Craven design my abattoir <laughs> yeah sure right um, who yeah. would do the foyer sure I mean I would have um, David Cronenberg design my um Car kind of fucking area. I was going to say pulsating vaginal opening. God. But yes, yeah, also my car fucking area. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We're brought to you, of course, every week by the folks who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and support the show. We're also supported this week by our friends at Stitch Fix. Now, Jordan. Yes. When a problem comes along, what must you do? You must stitch it. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, you know, I opened my uh, my Stitch Fix box before I came here. A lot oh, of great really? stuff in there. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, some people, uh, certainly like your hosts here on this program, style comes naturally. Well, of course. Some people, it's a little more work. Stitch Fix is a great solution, whichever whichever part of the style spectrum you're on. You basically just let them know a little bit about yourself. I say, oh, I like this kind of thing. I like that kind of thing. I'm about this size. I'm about that size. I got to go to this kind of event. I got to go do this kind of thing. Just a little bit of, just a little something a for them to chew info. on. You just give them a little something to chew on. Yeah, give them some nommies. <laughs> and <laughs> and once, they, they're, once they're nommed up. Once they're nommed up, uh, they send you a personalized box with uh, five clothing items just for you. And here's the thing. You send back anything you don't want. Shipping is free both ways. And you only pay for what you keep. Yeah, you can get your fix whenever you want, or you can sign up for scheduled shipments. That's right. Once your clothes are starting to run out, they'll send you new ones. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. How about a deal? Okay. How about a deal? I love a deal. Well, if you love a deal, you're going to want to go to stitchfix.com slash JJGo, and when you keep all five items, you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. 
Can I tell you a joke that would that I like kind of occurred to me? Sure, it's not that funny. Please, but I joke. left it out because it would have derailed our conversation. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and thank you for waiting. When we said all nommed up, yeah, I wanted to say all nommed up like a 1980s Sylvester Stallone vehicle. <laughs> what is they that were, a reference to? They're just all full of. He was always a Vietnam oh, guy. Oh, an AM. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, he's I mean, a, I had to explain it, so it wasn't that good. His characters all have demons. By the way, I just got an email from my friends at Heathrow Airport. Mm. They say we'd like to keep in touch. That's fun. So stitchfix.com and Heathrow Airport. Why does Heathrow Airport even have my email address? I don't know. It's very. It's a very like polite British spam. Do you think they found that sport coat that I lost there seven years ago? That might be it. God, that was a horrible. That was a very sad day, Jordan. The day I lost my sport coat at Heathrow Airport. Sorry to hear that. That was very nice. It was a Brooks Brothers, a Harris Tweed, and a sort of gray herringbone. So you can, hey, wear, you can wear it with everything. That's what's so great about it. Yeah, dress it up, dress it down. I know. Yeah. I know how that goes. I mean, that very day I was wearing it with jeans. No big deal. Jeans sure, and chugga boots. Sure. Anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allie Gertz, person without a nickname. It's all right. You know, you don't need one. It makes, it makes the whole show a lot more fun if you have one. Yeah, it's well, like a thing. Yeah, we've we been do, doing it for, what, but... 11, 12 years? Something like that? In that zone, yeah. I think the last time I was on the show, mine was like cat throwing out of window person. I don't know what it That's was. That's good. You can just use that one. <laughs> that is snappy. Off I'm surprised that isn't, hasn't bled over into yeah. your just day-to-day life. Well, mm-hmm. I got burned. Is that what Dan Telfer calls you over there at the offices of Mad Magazine? He wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that Dan Telfer zing. Yeah. It also has a list of types of dinosaurs, so we know it's his. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I got to come to the Mad Magazine office. You yes, guys you did. did a... Uh, well, uh, Dan Telfer did. Sure. Uh, he did a uh, a like a Twitch event for Mad Magazine. Uh, I thought it was so fun. It was like it was a it was a beautiful place brimming with fun. Oh, the offices at Mad Magazine are so cool and great, uh, and they're filled with Batman, <laughs> and it's very yes. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that Mad Magazine is owned by DC, which is owned by Warner Brothers. So when you go to uh, the offices, there are just busts of super like yes. superheroes all over the place, um, and they're it's it's very cartoonish. Again, Jack Nicholson came there. He's like, ah, I, I was led to believe something different, uh, baby. There's not even just busts. There's like whole superhero sized superheroes. There are in glass cases and out. There's one of Batman. Um, they have Christopher Reeves remains there, which seems <laughs> oh, sure. inappropriate yeah. to yeah. me. Um, but they, they, he's standing in it, so it's nice. Yeah, a um, nice memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's for his family if they want to come sure, and visit. They this is rem- what it would have been like. They want to remember him before the accident. Um, so there's one of Batman, and uh, he's standing in kind of like a like almost a mid about to like jump out at you. And and every time I see him, I just imagine him saying, "My name's Batman." <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know me. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Batman, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, hey Batman. Batman. 
<laughs> I think Batman would be fun in yeah. like a Shirelles type girl group from the 1960s. <laughs> Batman's fun everywhere. Just a couple Batman's of. Batman's always fun. Ethnically ambiguous New York girls with beehives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds fun to me. I think it does sound fun to you. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, coming out of uh, Golden Apple Comics. I love Golden Apple Melrose. Comics. Great comic book store. If you're ever in LA, Golden Apple on Melrose, they'll do you right. Uh, sorry, Secret Headquarters is mine. That's the one where the lady recognized me once. <laughs> ah. <laughs> sure. Uh, m- so that's uh, the only cool. That's the only qualification to be Jesse's favorite sure. uh, comic book store. Well, uh, I recognize you. Oh, thank you, Allie. Are you, are you a store? <laughs> You're not a store. Come inside me. I have stuff. <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you sell? <laughs> Seems like a lie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry for t- telling you to come inside me. No, that's okay. It's okay. I'll Am just I shoot on favorite? the walls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Squid in the whale theme park. <laughs> uh, I was coming out of Golden Apple, and I had my nose in whatever I had just bought, and I banged into somebody, and I'm like, oh, my God. You're I'm about to s- fall in love. Yeah, I'd, well, <laughs> well, it was one Billy Crystal. <laughs> I have an amazing apartment now. So I banged into somebody really hard, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. And I looked up, and it was a statue of Spider-Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so apologetic to Spider-Man. And I know that statue. Yeah. That's so I know. Funny. It's, a, it's. Oh, my God, I'm we're so in love. sorry. That was our meet cute. <laughs> when I visited the offices of Mad Magazine, uh, our friend Dan Telfer, stand-up comedian and uh, a mm-hmm. mad something or other employee i don't yes. know what his title senior is senior editor senior editor uh, uh dan telfer was kind enough to show me around the office and i have to say i had a lot of fun really wearing down dan's welcome by misidentifying the superheroes <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've i know who alfred e newman is sure so it's like well, what's this guy this, this one's captain america right mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that's fun uh one of my uh one of my favorite tweets uh of late was uh, someone asking why wonder woman wasn't an infinity war <laughs> and it uh, made me laugh very hard sure yeah. now you'd think that movie was a big success mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Get her in there. Get her in there. Also, why wasn't Duckman in Infinity War? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that Joe Duckman. It, you know, in hindsight, yeah. Duckman's not in enough stuff. <laughs> I feel really into my Duckman podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, when something momentous happens to you, like you're- the show is too sexual. <laughs> Far too sexual. <laughs> like you're watching uh, Marvel's Infinity War starring the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? There's Duckman. <laughs> sure. The adult comedy cartoon from the USA Network. Mm-hmm. USA Network? USA, I think. Hmm. Starring Jason Alexander as Duckman. <laughs> His best role. Uh, then call us. <laughs> I think that's what he's most known for anyway. After Pretty in Pink. After, yeah. <laughs> well, Dunstan checks in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jason Alexander's had an amazing career. Between Dunstan, Duckman... <laughs> And pretty in pink. <laughs> Sometimes wearing that toupee. Yeah. Uh, 206. Fucking Jason Alexander's great. Can I just make that clear? I'm not making fun of Jason None Alexander. None of us here. are. Okay. I'm a I little just bit want... making fun of yeah. Jason Alexander. <laughs> really? I'm but a he's... little bit making Sure. But he's really great, though. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, you got to admit, Jason Alexander is Was really he a great. store that complimented you once? <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the, the jerk store? <laughs> I want to be clear. When the person recognized me at the comic book store, it was just that they recognized. They didn't compliment me. They didn't come. <laughs> like, hey, you're you. <laughs> like, Jesse Thorne, right? Uh. Yeah. And they're like, eh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> eh. 
I yeah. I mean, getting recognized at the comic store is a dream. I got it's it. a dream. I mean, it was gorgeous. Not since not since I was a boy, and Al from Al's Comics would say, "Oh yeah, I saved some Mark Grace cards for you." Sure. God, that's the that's how that's what it means to be alive. Uh, Ali and I went to the Ren Fair once. Yes, and you know, and I think I think Ali and I are like aware of the space in which we occupy in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And I think we were talking about what this. What they call a liminal space. <laughs> right, sure, <laughs> exactly. Thing. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, there's a Dave Matthews song about it. Anyway, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll link, sure. we'll link to it in the comments. The drumming is actually technically very, very technically, Yeah, very yeah. impressive. Um, and uh, we had a we had a bet as to who would get recognized first uh-huh. at the Red Fair. <laughs> Guess who it was? Guess, who would you think? Well, okay, so I'm going to talk through this millionaire style, yeah, if that's yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, uh, Jordan, you yeah. were on TV for many years, mm-hmm. uh, both as a correspondent on The Daily Habit, mm-hmm. which many people who couldn't, who were in situations where they couldn't change the channel saw. Yeah, like it was a- People on military bases. <laughs> right, people I guess. In Men bars. with babies on their laps. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, people in sports bars where there's people a lot of People in hostage situations TVs. where their captor turned on to- the TV. <laughs> Uh, children mm-hmm. uh, who don't who can't find the remote, yeah, but need to watch television mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> to live. You also were in uh, a Sandra Bullock movie. Sure, wait. Uh, speed, <laughs> speed. Are you the bus? From I was speed? the bus. I said, "Come inside me. I'm a bus." <laughs> I've got a bomb though. Is so... that Jesse Thorne? Come inside <laughs> yeah. me and shoot on my walls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> uh, I think it was called the bus that couldn't slow <laughs> the down. The bus that couldn't slow down. Uh, uh, what's uh, crazy is you, Jordan was not actually Jordan was in the movie all about Steve. He mm-hmm. wasn't in Speed, oh. but he was the bus on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Legendary running back Jerome Bettis. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the fridge. I was the fridge. <laughs> um, so you were in. You were in that, and you were also pr- sure. perhaps most importantly. Mm-hmm. In a television commercial for the local news with NBC Force Fritz Coleman. Yes. Wow. My finest role to date <laughs> <laughs> says my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and you were in that you were in that one scene on Scandal. Yeah, one scene on Scandal. Yeah, and, what I mean, happened? They didn't kill your character, so he's still part of the scandal verse. He is. Although what, the show's been your, canceled. What happened in your uh, I like work for like a tabloid and someone was selling me some Intel. Oh yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Were you excited to be sold Intel? Oh I loved it. I loved being sold the Intel. I'm a I'm a I'm a rag man. Nice. I I print the rags. Was your character called the rag man? Well, in my I have you have to have, when you're it's acting. It's a constructor. What's called the backstory? Yeah, oh. I have a, you have an actor's secret. Oh, okay. And my secret was I am called the rag man. <laughs> I love another rags. thing is, is <laughs> you get you get what's called size sides, mm-hmm. and you take a highlighter and you highlight mm-hmm. just the parts that you're going to say. Now that's mm-hmm. interesting. So I'm just giving you some. Yeah, inside you don't say all the lines in the scene. Really, you right. don't you don't say it along with. The yeah. actor you're... You don't, actually. Now that's... A common misconception. Now that's weird. Mm-hmm. Now, Allie... And also, when you're watching a movie, the actors aren't there. What do you mean? They have, they did it previously. But it is... Li- well, I was going to say, it is live. It's not, actually. They but did they it... do shoot it in order. They Yes, they do shoot it in order. That is that is true about movies. Okay, so, Jordan, good. you're a pretty successful actor. Your, your face has been around Everywhere. the world. Sure. Okay. <laughs> now, Allie, of course, you're a popular Simpsons podcaster. You're an editor at Mad Magazine. I was not at the time. Let's but, let that be. Yeah, no. you are currently. Yes. Um, and of course, uh, 
you do a lot of uh, like uh, periscopes or something. Yeah, more or less. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Allie because I know that a lot of people like periscopes. No, it was, it was absolutely Allie. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, absolutely. The funniest thing about it is when you it was someone who worked at uh, the Periscope Red Fair, <laughs> at Periscope. Yeah, uh, and uh, you are not allowed to break. Uh, the character, like you can't ask for like a pen, you have to ask for a quill. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this person was trying really hard to explain what they liked about me. You can't ask me. for a condom, you just have to get pregnant. <laughs> sure. You could put a sheep's bladder on your ding. That's what I call a dog. Uh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, so she said, uh, lady, um... <laughs> right, because how, so what, I think what she is trying to do at this moment is trying to figure out how to say I know you from the internet. And she said, um, I like your Gilmore Guys podcast appearance. And just like she didn't know how to get out of it. Yeah, sure. Do you remember that? I do. Oh, she tried really hard. Yeah. But there's no, there's no right, old timey version of like. <laughs> a Gilmore Guys recap podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is not. Um, but we that, all... that is like a lot of people think there is, but that didn't get invented until the 18th century. Right, uh, sure, sure. Yes, so yes. Like an enlightened. What was the era. first? What was the first one called again? Uh, ye old Gilmore guys podcast. Ah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes. It's weird that she couldn't think of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit weird. Uh, okay, let's take our first momentous occasion call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. This is Ben up in Alaska, and. Uh, my momentous occasion this evening is related to making healthy eating choices. I've had the weekend to myself here. My partner is traveling at the moment, and just me and made the unfortunate choice to go grocery shopping at around 9 p.m. when those day-old discount donuts for $3.99 a dozen start to look pretty tempting. And anyways, they ended up shopping cart on the way out the door. Need a couple of them on the way home back to my cabin and uh, I felt sick. It was terrible. I mean, you know, it was great in the moment but not worth the consequences and so I took them outside and set them in my driveway and uh, took a leak on the donuts I was about (laughs) and I just took a leak all over the donuts just to remove that temptation that I could possibly eat anymore and uh it was the right choice. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. God bless you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Take a leak on those donuts. If there's any doctors in Alaska with a treatment for cabin fever, this guy's got it. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> That's what happens, I think, if you live in a cabin in Alaska. Your girlfriend or wife your or solution husband. Is to everything. Your romantic partner leaves for two days and all of a sudden all you're eating is donuts and you're peeing on them. Yeah. To be fair... The donuts could have been stung by a jellyfish. That's a good point. <laughs> it's the only way to disinfect them. Yeah, you might a, have left that out. That's a fair point. I don't know if Alaska has jellyfish. It seems like they be would be fair, a warm water animal. You know, they say Gandhi peed on his donuts. Mm. <laughs> what is that from? Gandhi used to drink his own pee. Did he? Yeah. I, I didn't know that about Gandhi. He was a pee drinker. That's why he's so smart. Hmm. <laughs> Are you sure you're not thinking Italian. of the mariner from Waterworld? <laughs> <laughs> um is. 
<laughs> I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking of Spock from Star Trek. There you go. Okay. Before, yeah, sure. I do feel bad for any homeless person who got excited by a box of donuts that are now covered in pee. Well, yeah, that's a good point. But sure. if you're a homeless person and you're uh, and you're living in uh, Alaska, yeah, you're probably doing pretty got, great. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It's a whole rough. You you just be glad to get a pee donut, you know? Oh, sure. End of the day. Mm-hmm. Remember that scene uh, from uh, Star Trek Four where uh, Scotty picks up the computer mouse and he's like, hello, Gandhi. Hello. <laughs> Boy, you're mixing too many things. There are too many things in that okay, recollection. Let's, let's take another call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Um, just had a momentous occasion. I was sitting on my porch in Minneapolis, Minnesota, enjoying this finally beautiful spring day when uh, the... Amazon Prime guy drove up in his van, his indescript white van, and he was blasting uh, Papa Roach. That song that that was popular. I don't I don't know <laughs> what it's called, but uh, he came to my door, gave me my package. I said, "Is that the radio? Or are you in Papa Roach?" And he said, "I just listened to that song." on repeat all day. So clearly my Amazon Prime delivery guy is a sociopath. All right. Uh, strong as a river, hard as a rock, what is a river? Uh, punch a blimp. I don't know. All right. Thanks. Bye. I think when he's a sociopath, he means kick-ass dude. Yeah. yeah I think Seriously. he meant my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Amped Why monster? didn't you start kissing him? Do I have to do everything for you people? Is there a mama roach? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> 206-984-4FUN is the number. And you know what else you can do, Jordan? Hmm. This is something. This is a little innovation that I thought of. Ooh. Uh, and I thought of it when I had a, uh, an overheard that I wanted to call in to stop podcasting yes. myself, but I couldn't remember the number off the top of my head uh, because Dave always makes a big production of how he forgot it. And then he says, ugh, SpyPod1, and I couldn't remember how that spells out in numbers. Mm-hmm. If you can't remember the Jordan Jesse Go phone number, just open up that voice memo app. Mm. Throw it in there and email it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Get it in here. It all ends up in the same place, baby. Come inside us. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. The Dead Pilot Society podcast brings you hilarious comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Aubrey Plaza, Andy Richter, Paul F. Tompkins, John Hodgman, Adam Scott, Molly Shannon, Busy Phillips, Tom Lennon, Anna Camp, Laurie Metcalf, Felicia Day, Michael Ian Black, Adam Savage, Paul Shear, Ben Schwartz, Skylar Aston, Mae Whitman, Josh Molina, Ben Feldman, Nicole Byer, Jason Ritter, Sarah Chalk, Steve Agee, Jane Levy, Allison Tolman, Danielle Nicolette, Casey Wilson, Anna Ortiz, Lorraine Newman, June Diane Raphael, Kieran Chipka, Ed Week, Zach Knight, and Carrie Kenny Silver, John Ross Bowie, Jamie Denbo, Janet Varney, and many more. Listen at MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the live wrestling spectacular in Los Angeles. So far, the world's most boring wrestling podcast has been destroying the competition. Isn't there anyone who can save us from this travesty? Wait, could it be? 
It's Titan Fights, the perfect wrestling podcast. Titan Fights is here to save us from the monotony of boring wrestling podcasts with hilarious conversations. Woke trips through the history of wrestling. And joke about the finer points of people wearing spandex. What a match! And the Titan Fights podcast will be back every week. Thursdays on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Please, these hosts have families. Tyson Fights Podcast. Tyson Fights. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allie, person who has cat socks. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> hey, Jordan. Yeah. Boo! Ah. <laughs> Don't do that! <laughs> you know I believe in ghosts. <laughs> you, you, know, you, know I sn- you know how I snuck up on you? How? <laughs> Fucking moccasins, baby. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm lucky I'm not a bison. As quiet as the wind. Mm-hmm. As quiet as the wind, Allie. Oh. What did you say? <laughs> I said boo. Oh. Yeah. Earlier to oh. Jordan. I see. Um, that should be like just the podcast now. It's just you scaring me. <laughs> um, Allie Gertz, you're the host of the Everything's Coming Up Simpsons podcast. That's true. Um, this is a delightful podcast uh, about uh, the television show The Critic. Uh, wait a second. Uh, no. It is about the Simpsons. It's about the second most beloved animated (laughs) show. Jordan and I, if people are looking for a starting Mm -hmm. point for this delightful Max Fun show, Mm -hmm. Jordan and I have both been guests on the program. So fun. Someone uh, someone uh, tweeted at me the other day and said that it was the first that they listened to the episode that I was on, and it was their first episode, and they were looking forward to listening to many more. I would recommend Jordan's episodes. Yeah, Jordan, you've been on twice. I have. Uh, you talked about uh, I think like Homer the Heretic, Heretic. Yes, I always have a hard time with that. And then heretic, the, what, yeah. what was the what was the most recent one you just did? Uh, we did um, a see, a scenes from a class struggle in Springfield. Ah, uh, the one yes. where uh, Marge finds the Chanel suit and they go to the country club. Mm. And it has many scenes where the Simpsons are wearing something other than their normal clothes. That's that is great. something that we learned. We uh, we now look for in every episode of The Simpsons yeah. is are the Simpsons wearing a new outfit? Yeah, but she's got a new hat. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you if you like The Simpsons and like hearing people geek out about it and and hearing uh, Simpsons writers and uh, directors and animators and people who have done the show like Weird Al and you know really cool people, uh, you should listen to the show, especially since it's on Max Fun. And you guys have a Simpsons book. Uh, that is available for pre-order now. Yeah, if you go to Amazon, you can pre-order the book that Julia and I co-wrote. It is called 100 Things Simpsons Fans Must Know and Do Before They Die. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is Homer Simpson. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this Homer I've been hearing so much about? And how can I have him come inside? <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's one of the things you have to do before you die. <laughs> right, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, you can get that on, uh, on Amazon pre-order. It doesn't come out until September, uh, but why not just Get it now. Get it there, and you get yourself a little surprise yes. once school starts. Exactly. <laughs> Your old school and children, you know right? And you know who's going to deliver it? Roach guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then you could have a meet cute. Yep. <laughs> Allie, what's what's a, what's one example of a thing that a Simpsons fan should know or do before they die? 
Uh, one thing they sh- well because it ties into what I said before, but one thing they should uh, do before they die is uh, they should listen to the DVD commentary because you get a lot of really cool facts and, and things yeah. that are like really exciting and cool. I immediately thought you were going to say facts and figures. Uh, I almost did. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Number of times Homer has said dough. <laughs> uh, but one thing that was fun was uh, one of the things that we think people should do is go to all the Springfields. Uh, Julia Prescott is doing a tour where she goes around Springfield to all of the different Springfields in the country. Wow. And uh, it's those types of silly things, but you could also get a tattoo. There are all kinds of things you could do, and they're all in our book. Do you have any tattoos? I have zero tattoos. Hmm. But if I got one... So this is more of a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do situation. Well, Julia wrote that chapter. She has a tattoo of uh, the gummy Venus de Milo. Oh, Oh, really? Oh, that's really good. And she almost got it on her butt cheek, but so more people (laughs) could see it, she she decided to put it on her shoulder because she wanted to share that with the world. Sure. Um, If I ever got one, it would be a Simpsons tattoo, and it would be Starland Vocal Band. (laughs) (laughs) Starland Vocal Band, they (laughs) suck. They suck. suck. (laughs) That's nice. Uh, Yeah. Allie Gertz, <laughs> always a joy. Always a joy to have you on the program. Thank oh, you very thank much you. for joining us again. And this is my first time actually doing it while you were a host here. Oh, so it's very lovely. Is it really? It is. I've done it once when uh, when you were not here. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you treat. for doing it. It's yes. a, it's been a delight. Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer on the boards this week. That's his voice uh, that you hear leaking into the studio. He laughs very loud. It's a medical <laughs> condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, (laughs) He'll he'll be dead soon. So (laughs) don't don't stop being mean to him on the internet about his laughter. It's it's terminal, and uh, he'll laugh himself to death like one of the weasels in. The only and in in addition to that, the only thing that will bring him comfort is you leaving an iTunes review of George Jessica. Yes, do it and telling a friend about it. Tell tell everybody and sending me five dollars, ten dollars. It's a happy dude. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you can find us on the internet at Jesse Thorne at Jordan underscore Morris Allie you're just Allie Gertz right well I wouldn't say just but yes <laughs> G-O-E-R-T-Z correct there you go and uh, you can find us on reddit maximumfun.reddit.com always a lot of fun there uh, can I tell you what something that happened on the reddit please do so the max fun reddit is just a ball of delight. There's almost never anything bad happens on the Max Fun Reddit. That's uh, shocking in comparison to I the rest know, of Reddit. I know. Much of Reddit is... F- I've subscribed to this Los Angeles Reddit. Who boy, is it rough. But uh, yeah, it's mostly... It's almost exclusively great times. Uh, but some dipshit complained about a Judge John Hodgman litigant's vocal fry. Mm. And uh, I just I just remembered, like, I'm the boss of this company I can totally tell this guy to go fuck himself in public. So I did. How'd it feel? Oh, I felt fantastic. I was like, go fuck yourself, man. That's lovely. I don't think I wrote in those words, but I was uh. like, get 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 out of get out of town, I suppose. <laughs> you actually said. said, stop being so mean. I said, <laughs> I said gee whiz, <laughs> mister. <laughs> Come inside me. I Come said. inside me. Uh, maximumfun.reddit.com. You can also like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook, where we have been saving some, sharing some really dank memes that have been very dank. Uh, wow. created recently. Some really tremendous memes. We also share those on Twitter, uh, and you can share yours on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.